Welcome to the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour promise program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Well, greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on that American Voice Radio Network. Today's date's November 3rd, 2022. Thanks, the world is in turmoil. Most of them don't realize it, but we are in that time at the end. And that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to that one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the shofar? Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please, please, please make a choice for you, sure or not, if you haven't already. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you as you get to the machine. Leave the, your name, number, prayer request, and or message. Phone number, just use my cell phone, 316-619-4886, 316-619-4886. See, I give my privacy up to you, the world, so that you might uh, gain some help. Anything so that you gain salvation or you need an emergency prayer. But please, please, please remember, text me first because there's so many robocalls I might miss your call. Anyway, find updates about the breaking news, all about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, contact information, all this that our ministry have, which is what? Very simply, prophecyhour.com, prophecyhour.com. Remember, we're a national satellite radio program, which is simulcast live on the internationally. It's on some independent FM stations, four different MP3 streams, Twitch, Rumble, Phone Bridge, and picked up by every podcaster out there, at least all of them that I have seen. On another note, let's thank our worldwide listener base, like places like Bath in the United Kingdom, Hossa City, the Philippines, Prince George in Canada, and of course cities in the United United States, such as Vallejo, California, Dallas, Texas, Springfield, Missouri, and yeah, Hutchinson, you're still beating them out for Hutchinson, Kansas, uh, this week at least, for the largest group of listeners when our radio programs, at least when they go to podcast later tonight. As for you folks listening live and listening on satellite, I have no idea how many of you are listening, but I know the number is very great. Anyway, let's uh, have a prayer, and we'll get on with tonight's guest. Your Heavenly Father, and your true home in Jesus' name, I pray. Father, I pray radio tonight goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please, 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 get everyone out there who wants to hear and understand the truth. So, Father Yahweh and your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Boy, I really always get excited when this guest is on, um, him and next week's, of course. But this tonight, Michael Snyder's back on. He has a blog called The Economic Collapse Blog, The Most Important Thing, and The End of the American Dream. He's also the author of the books, The Beginning of the End. The Rapture Verdict, Get Prepared Now, Living a Life That Really Matters, Lost Prophecies of the Future America, and the Seven-Year Apocalypse. He's very popular. He's been on many prophecy-related radio and TV programs. And tonight, we check in with him, find out what the newest important news is. Are you with me there, Michael? I'm here, Pastor Dan. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you just fine. Um, I turn it up a little bit. You, you were a little low, but I can turn up my volume. But if you turned up yours, that would be cool. Anyway, uh, there's a couple of things I'd like to cover. But two things is, you know, uh, I'd like to bring up the election in Israel, um, which I think is a good thing. And then uh, we have some critical elections next week, and I really need been trying to point that out, that people need to uh, – uh, anyway, need to go, uh, you know, make sure that they vote. But there's also some things happening in the sky during next week's election. Back to you. Yeah, Pastor Dan, uh, let's talk about what just happened in Israel, because I keep telling 
uh, everyone, watch Israel. In fact, I have a, a chapter in my brand new book entitled Watch Israel, because Israel is so much the key of what God is doing here in the last days. And one of the things that we are watching for is war. And so now that Benjamin Netanyahu, he's come back to power. He's, you know, they're saying he's back from the dead. And so, uh, and, and that's exciting. That's a very good thing. Uh, but on the, on the other hand, I think that it makes uh, war with Iran even more likely, because what has Netanyahu always said? He's always said, I will never, ever, ever allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. But the IAEA has already come out and said, in the meanwhile, while Netanyahu's have been out of office, the IAEA just came, has come out this year and said, hey, Iran already has basically enough nuclear material to build a nuclear bomb, you know, so they've crossed that threshold while uh, Netanyahu was out of office. So now Netanyahu is about to take power again. And, uh, you know, I think the Iranians are getting very nervous, and they should be nervous, Pastor Dan, because this is one of the things that we've been waiting for. One of the things that the prophetic voices have been warning about, there is going to be a conflict between Israel and Iran. And I think Netanyahu coming back into uh, power uh, helps set the stage for that. Yeah, amen and amen. At least, you know, the thing about Netanyahu, he's not about, he doesn't want to split Israel. Uh, at least when Trump and him was together on things, they wanted, you know, they didn't want an uh, independent state. They wanted a one Israel thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, Pastor, with Netanyahu, it's actually not so cut and dried because you remember Trump was in the office, and Trump actually issued the most comprehensive plan for dividing the land of Israel that we've ever seen. You know, people forget about that. But right before the COVID pandemic, I mean, literally just a couple of days before the first uh, case of COVID hit the United States, Trump came out and he came out with this plan, the most comprehensive plan ever, and he announced it, and Netanyahu was there, and Netanyahu said, yeah, we're fully on board with this. Let's negotiate. Let's get this done. So Netanyahu is not against a Palestinian state. We need to remember that, okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and he actually endorsed this plan that Trump put out, this, the, the, mo the most co comprehensive plan we've ever seen, and then just a couple days later, the COVID pandemic hit the United States. People forget all about this, Okay. But so 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 that is still definitely part of the equation. We'll see what happens there. But I think imme immediately more in the immediate future, I'm watching for war. I'm watching for war. I'm watching for this war between Iran and Israel. But that's not the only war. In fact, I just posted an article entitled Three Major Wars That Could Suddenly Erupt in 2023, and that Iran and Israel is one of them. But we've also got this thing with North Korea, right? We're under Trump. That was something under Trump, which the things were getting a lot better with North Korea. Trump and, and Kim Jong-un were getting together. They were buddy buddies, and they were, they were all smiles. And, and, but now, like, it's totally 180 degrees from that, Pastor Dan, where just uh, this week we've seen North Korea launching uh, all types of missiles. In fact, they, they just, for the first time since the Korean War, they uh, launched a missile which basically uh, crossed the de facto maritime border uh, w with South Korea and went into the waters there. That and then South Korea, they they uh, they did some things in response and 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 so there, there's a whole lot of tension right now between North Korea and South Korea, and I think that is a war that will happen at some point, but I don't think that will happen until we see the war with between the United States and China. Erupt, and the, the Chinese have been talking about the need to reunify with Taiwan. They've been, you know, a lot of people think they're gearing up for that. In fact, the, the, the top officer in the U.S. Navy just recently came out and said, "Hey, I think that we're, we should be talking about a window of 2022 or 2023 for this to happen." I think personally, 2023 is is more much more likely than this year, but I think that's coming quickly, and so. And, and, and once China invades Taiwan, of course, the U.S. and China will instantly be in a state of war. And, and this is something we've been anticipating. In fact, a couple of years ago when I wrote Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, you know, a lot of people out there thought, oh, Michael, you're crazy. You know, war between the United States and China? No one's talking about that. War between the United States and Russia? No one's talking about that. I mean, this was a couple of years ago before the Ukraine invasion and, and everything happened. I, you know, I wrote that book a, a couple of years ago. But now, Pastor Dan, we're getting to the point where now 
so many of the things that I talked about in Lost Prophecies of the Future America and Seven Year Apocalypse that I said would come, well, now they're happening or the stage is being set for them to happen, you know, and so we're moving forward in the, in the prophetic timeline and we're getting to a point where I think we're going to see things one thing after another. Things are going to start moving very, very rapidly now. Up to now, you know, we've been talking about a lot of things in theoretical uh, you know, from a theoretical viewpoint, but now we're getting to the rubber meets the road. We're getting to the point where these things are really going to start to happen. And so people need to, people need to understand, uh, what to do. And it's so important for people to tune in to your program, Pastor Dan, to come to reliable sources because there's, there, of course, most churches aren't talking about the end times at all, but then you've got some people out there, some end times Bible prophecy teachers out there that are talking about the end times, but sadly, so many of them are way off base, totally wrong, preaching pre-trib. They don't understand the feast, and I could go on and on and on, but they're they're not teaching things that are accurate, and so people aren't getting an accurate idea of the times that they're moving into. Amen. Look, uh, for clarification for the people, I got to say something, and then, and I'm totally in agreement with you. Uh, but I want to backtrack a minute. A while ago, I said that about uh, Netanyahu and Trump not wanting to the country, I do remember what went on. What went on was, is yeah, they were going to do it, but the condition was, which I said, well, that's like a no-go, was that uh, the Palestinians would have to absolutely disarm. And so they weren't going to do that. So they were going to go ahead, though. They were going to expand Israel by annexing Judea and Samaria, Samaria. But, you know, that never came to fruition because COVID changed everything. But um, what you were saying you're bringing in Iran. Yeah, Iran isn't, I mean, you know, there's a, we hear they're supplying the Russians. They're talking about a talking, attacking Saudi Arabia, talking about war with, uh, you know, what I mean with Israel. They're at that time. I mean, you look at these players, all the, they used to call it the axis of evil, but I don't know what you want to call it, but all these people, Russia, China, Iran, they're all coming together. And what a lot of people don't remember, and they've never read Dmitry Dudeman's prophecies, is that before Russia nukes America, we go to war with China. Back to you. Yeah, yeah. So all these things play together. And, and it's true. The North Koreans have been supplying Russians with weapons. Uh, and uh, there are rumors that they're also supplying mercenaries. And then the Iranians are also supplying the Russians with drones and weapons, and they're about to send a lot more. And the U.S. government's very upset about this, um, you know, because the Iranian drones have turned out to be very effective in Ukraine. And so, you know, it's becoming more of a world war there in Ukraine. You know, at first a lot of people thought, oh, it's just going to be between Russia and Ukraine. But on the Ukrainian side, of course, You've got, uh, you know, the, the NATO powers and, and, and supplying intelligence and missile systems and uh, weapons and supplies and ammunition. In fact, the U.S. alone has given them something like uh, uh, more than a million rounds of artillery ammunition already. And then uh, all, tons and tons of mercenaries from Eastern Europe have come in. And, and now we just learned this week the, the U.S. military has even admitted they have personnel on the ground in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, now, not on the front lines, but they're in a supporting role, and they're, you know, making sure the weapons that are sent they get to where they need to go and the people are trained and so forth. But, you know, all that's very alarming. And then on the other side, you know, you've got the Iranians and the North Koreans supplying weapons, and you've got mercenaries coming from different places to help the Russians. So it really is, I mean, you've got a whole bunch of nations on both sides involved there in Ukraine, at least on some level, so, I mean, this is really becoming kind of a world war. Like you said, we're seeing people line up in kind of the end times alliances that we kind of expect with Russia and China and North Korea and Iran on one side and then U.S. and NATO and so forth on the other side. And so, you know, uh, you know, it really is becoming – and both sides just keep escalating the conflict there in Ukraine. The Russians – now, at first the Russians were kind of trying to play nice, if you will, but now they're systematically bombing the infrastructure of Ukraine, so, and we're talking about power, we're talking about water, and so what the Ukrainians are basically looking, yeah, going into winter, the really hard, cold, bitter part of winter, without power for, for much or all of the country, without water already for much or all of the country, and so, and that's a real humanitarian crisis that we've got there. So, I mean, we see both sides just continue to escalate, just continue to push matters, and that's extremely frightening because, ulti- because we know 
ultimately the prophetic voices have warned that nuclear war is eventually coming, and we don't want to see that. We want that to be delayed for as long as possible. You know, Pastor Dan, a lot of people out there may think, oh, Michael talks about all these things that are going to happen. He wants them to come right away, but I don't want to see nuclear war yet. So <laughs> I'm hoping it can be, yeah, I'm hoping it can be delayed for as long as possible. I hope we have as long as possible to be on the Internet and to win souls for uh, the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ and to do things we want to do. Um, but but we warn because God has instructed us to warn, so we're trying to sound the alarm as loudly as we can. Here, here's my thought on 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 delaying, and I and some people have absolutely just admonished them about it. And but, so here's my thought on it. Yes, absolutely. I'd like to see the things that I see that are inevitably going to happen. I pray that they are delayed as long as there's one condition that's met. As long as that delay doesn't delay our Savior coming. And if it's inevitable that it has to happen in a timeline, if it's going to delay his coming one minute or one iota, then I'm not for delay. But otherwise, I'm a thousand percent ready for delay because I know what's coming because the prophets and so forth have put that forward. And, you know, especially where we're at right now, I'm really amazed. I keep waiting for some kind of bombshell thing to happen because I, I mean, I look at the elections next week, and it looks like it's it looks like on the surface it's going to be disastrous for the Democrats. But um, I, I don't see how they just let that go. I honestly expected them to declare war or do something dramatic beforehand. And then we got the eclipse happening next week, and you know, there's even meteor shower going on at the same time. So, folks, when you see the eclipse next week on election night. Um, look a little harder. You'll probably see some meteors in the sky. What do you think about all that, Michael? Yeah, well, let's talk about the eclipse, because we've got an eclipse on November 8th. It's a total lunar eclipse on Election Day, and this is the first time that's ever happened on Election Day in the entire history of the United States. So, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not taking that as a particularly good sign, particularly since this total lunar eclipse will be a blood moon, and blood moons are uh, often associated with war, and so that's one element of what we're witnessing. At the same time, according to a report in Forbes, I just wrote about this on the themostimportantnews.com, the planet Mars will soon appear to go backwards, and of course Mars is named after the pagan Roman god, god of war, so that's another thing, you know, war, and, you know, and of course we're watching for the red horse and the, in the book of Revelation in Matthew 24 talks about wars and rumors of wars. So we're watching all this happen. So, but uh, Mars is actually not going to be going backwards, but it's, it's retrograde motion. It's based on our perspective. It's going to look like it's going backwards, but that's uh, uh, very, very, something that's very, very strange right now. But in terms of the election, Pastor Dan, okay, yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be disastrous for the Democrats. Okay, uh, but okay, let's 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 have a, a a most positive scenario for Republicans. Republicans take the House. Republicans take the Senate. Okay, but if that's the case, okay, Republicans get the House and the Senate, but they still won't be able to get any laws passed because any laws they pass, Joe Biden has to sign into law. If right. Joe Biden won't sign the, the, the bills that they pass, well, then they could try to override it with a veto, but they're not going to have the two-thirds majority, you know, that they need to override vetoes. Um, so, yeah, it's gonna, it looks like election night is going to be a good night for Republicans, which is going to mean on the national level, you know, Republicans, you know, they gain some governorships and stuff around the country, which they can do some things there. But on the national level, we'll have a Republican Congress and we'll have a Democrat in the White House until at least January 2025, either Joe Biden or if he can't make it, Kamala Harris, till January 2025 at least. And so from then, from the, this election till January 2025, we'll have gridlock in Washington where literally nothing gets done because anything Joe Biden wants won't get done, which is good news. But anything the Republicans want to do won't get passed because Joe Biden won't sign it. So it'll be gridlock, which in a sense is good. Um, but, you know, if people are thinking Republicans are going to get elected and start changing things on the national level, well, that's not going to happen yet because, because of the, the, division of powers in Washington. So that's the situation we're facing there. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we want godly people to do well, but we also need to remember 
that not all Republicans are good. There's a lot of Republicans yeah. out there that are pro-choice or that are very, mean, you know, very, very lukewarm on abortion. There's a whole lot of Republicans. Most Republicans that are running actually these days are pro-gay marriage. A lot of Republicans are in favor of dividing the land of Israel. In fact, most Republicans are. Uh, and so let's not lift up the Republicans and say, oh, they're perfect. They're not. Oh, no. Of course, but, you know, they're, they're preferable to the, 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 the horrible demonic Democrats, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, this election, if people are thinking, oh, this is going to cure all of our problems, it's not, Pastor Dan. Not, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. What I'm hoping for is, is that the, actually I'm hoping for the gridlock, you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people in there that are the, you know, Republicans that we call rhinos, which is Republican in name only. Um, and they're just the same old thing and about the same old thing. And they wanted to go back to the old status quo that was before Trump. And, you know, which is all a load of garbage. It's just, all I'm saying is just one of those, well, if you will, put off points. If we get the Republicans in, then we got a little bit more time. You know, while they're glid rock and not doing anything, then going forward with this demonic agenda that is has overwhelmed everybody. And there's the point. I don't understand how people don't don't see that evil has took over our world and our country, and so many people don't see it. I guess the church just isn't screaming, right? Yeah. Well, part of it, Pastor Dan, is that it's happened so gradually we've gotten used to it. So. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's very sad. It's very sad because even let's talk about, uh, abortion, which, you know, we saw Roe versus Wade overturned and, and that's what we're thrilled about that. We love that. Um, but in terms of states around the country, you know, what are we going to see? You know, a, a, a survey was taken by NBC News, uh, not too long ago, but they asked the American people, hey, should abortion be legal? Or should it be illegal? And according to that poll, 60% of Americans said that it should be legal. That was the highest number in the history of that poll. And then there were, and on the other side, there were 32%, about half as much, that said it should be illegal with exceptions, you know, meaning that uh, rape, incest, life of the mother, or that it's, abortion should be legal up to a certain uh, number of weeks. And then there were only 5% of Americans in that poll that thought that abortion should be uh, illegal without exception. So we've only got a 5% of the country that's 100% pro-life at this point. So to me, that's extremely dismal, Pastor Dan. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good stopping point because we've got to go to a break. Give them, one of your webs- give them a website or something. We'll go to break. We'll come back and we'll see where else you take this. Yeah, Pastor Dan, what I'd like to encourage everyone to do, uh, you know, because you all know my websites by now. I've been on the program so many times. But I encourage everyone to, to go. And if you want to go to my websites, you'll, you'll, you'll see ads there. Or you can go right to Amazon.com and type in End Times by Michael Snyder, and you can find my brand-new book, which just came out. Just came out within the last few days. It, it's very exciting. We were able to get it out uh, for November. You're going to have to tell me about it when we come back. You caught me by surprise, and I need a copy. Well, let's go to break. We'll come back, and we'll talk, folks, and we'll find out about the new book. We'll be back. Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Art Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 
479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell the Pastor Dan sent you. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Would you tell them? Well, most would. So what is the most important information in the world to all people, nations, and languages? The most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is don't take the mark of the beast, because those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are eternally tormented in hell. Revelation 14.11 says, The smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. But how do you tell them? Give them the book, Miss the Mark. If they'll read this simple, thin, easy-to-read book, they will never take the mark of the beast. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink-wrapped sets of 10 to give away. One set of 10 for 30, two sets 45, four sets 70 at prophecyclub.com. Miss the Mark at prophecyclub.com. Miss the Mark at prophecyclub.com. Folks, we're back. This is Pastor Dan Catlin, and you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. Well, folks, we'll get right back with Michael Snyder in just a minute. And just before break, he gave me a shock. It slipped by me. I don't know how it happened, but he put out a new book, and it's only been out, I guess, a couple of days or something. We'll find out more in a minute. But first, just a small little note. Folks, Thanksgiving's coming up, and I know we just went through the feast, which we celebrate, but Thanksgiving is actually a feast that was done after the Feast of Tabernacles, we will be serving of probably 200 people. The Little Mission Church will be yeah. Right now, our numbers are, have, have ballooned. Where we used to feed, used to be 60, and then 80, and then 100. Now, they're, we're hitting numbers 139. We're probably going to be feeding a couple of hundred people on Thanksgiving. And so we do really need your help. So pray about it. All donations, no matter what size, helps. And the Father notices all donations that come from where your heart, of course. And if you don't wish to help with the poor, consider a donation for anywhere time. I know you enjoy our guests and you learn from them, but airtime is not free. So pray about supporting radio and the Wichita Mission Church. You can donate online or mail a check or money order and give a donation over the phone, or you can find all the information at prophecyhour.com, prophecyhour.com, and Please support us so we can care for the people the Father sends us. Men, women, and children that come from all walks of life that have had a bad break and come to us for help. And so just pray about it, folks. All right, and now we're back with Michael Snyder. Are you with me, Michael? I'm here, Pastor Dan. Okay, first, I, before we go any further, i got a request to make of you. you I, I know I already said, yeah, I want a copy of the book, but here's the thing. Um, I want to use the cover for... Uh, to advertise this program tonight. So if possible, can you send me an image? Because the image over here at Amazon will not let me copy it. And so I really appreciate it if when we get off radio you can send me an image of the book so I can not only put it on my website as a link, but I can also use it to advertise this program. Can you do that for me, please? Absolutely, absolutely. I will, Pastor Dan. And okay, uh, well, Tell us about it, man. It looks like it's great. I'm not going to sit here and read it when I got the author just to tell us about it. So, yeah, well, I, I'm very excited about this, and 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 I, I struggled with this book for for a long time because I knew that if I put the book out, more things were going to happen. Uh, you know, more end times events were going to start happening really quickly, and I wanted to include them in the book. But then, if I put the book off forever, then None of you would ever get to read it. So I, I, I struggled with it. Stop, I about it. Stop. I, I'm laughing my head off. And not at you. I'm laughing my head off at me. You just said my words. I, I've been, yeah. 
that's stopped me a couple of times from writing a book and it's and even doing my monthly mail out newsletter because things happen so fast I want it all in it and then yeah okay I, I'm sorry I apologize for interrupting but I, I it cracked me up because that's me exactly back to you yeah and then another thing is that because of all the internet censorship I have to be very careful what I put out on the internet what I put on my websites otherwise I get hit with a ban hammer I get hit by the social media companies I get hit by uh, everyone, you know, because the censorship has gotten so extreme. So a lot of things I, now I'm going to start putting in these books that I can't necessarily say online. So, uh, and, you know, and, and I'm putting out whatever I can online, in, you know, in my blog post each day. But for, for a certain information, it's going to be in the books and for the bigger picture. And, and, and this book is different in a way because he had Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, which is basically all prophecies of men and women of God all over the world, which have, you know, warned us about what's coming. And then the next book, Seven Year Apocalypse, was really kind of a Bible study, you know. But now this book is just packed with information. Pastor Dan, it, there, there are 43 chapters in this book. So it's a lot thicker than my last couple of books that I put out. I mean, this is a big, thick book just packed with more information than I've ever put in a book. But my goal, and, and I've addressed literally dozens of topics in this book, but my goal is to get people to understand this, the period of time we're in now, because we are in the end times, get them to understand what's going to happen, because it, because people need to understand whoever you are out there, God put you at this point in human history for a reason. You know, and God has put you, and Jesus warned us uh, in Matthew 24, he said, hey, the, the times we're moving into, there's never been a time like it before, and there's never going to be a time like it ever again in all of human history. It's going to be the most chaotic, most crazy, most wild time in all of human history. And God, he could have put you any, he could have put you at any moment in all of human history, but he put you uh, at this point in human history, right before the return of Yeshua, for a reason. And it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake you're here. It's not a mistake that you're uh, listening to this program. And as I write in my book, though, for those that read the book, it's not a mistake that you uh, are reading the book. Because everything in your life up to this point has been building you and equipping you and preparing you to meet the challenges that are ahead. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm living in the end times. That's a horrible thing. No, no, yes, a lot of bad things are going to happen. But for me, my perspective is that, that, that uh, there's no other time in all of human history that I would have rather lived than right now, just before the return of Yeshua, because I believe this is going to be the greatest hour of the church. I believe that this is going to be truly biblical times when great heroes, great men and women of God are arise and, and come forth and do incredible things for God. So, yeah, it's going to be a time of great tragedy, but it's also going to be a time of great triumph. As, as the classic book says, the, 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 the best of times and the worst of times, and you get to be here for it. I get to be here for it. All of human history has been building up to a grand crescendo, and we get to be here for it. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, the vast majority of the teaching that's out there about these times is just not, it's, it's, it's not just wrong, but it's, it's bad, you know. It's full of escapism, people thinking that they're going to get helicoptered out of here and miss the whole thing when God put us here for a reason and everything else. So in this book, I have so much information, so, and, you know, helping people to understand what we're going to be facing so people can get prepared, so people can get ready, so people, but more importantly, so people can embrace what God's plan is, understand it, and look forward with joy to what's ahead because it's an opportunity for people to fulfill the reason why they were put on this earth by God in the first place, Pastor Dan. Yeah, amen. You know, I talk all the time. I say things to people. You know, people say, well, it was this co I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in, you know, I believe in divine intervention. I believe in divine planning. We are here for a time such as this. We should be grateful. Yes, it's going to be terrible, terrible tribulation, but in the same light, too, it is, as you said, Michael, we're here for a purpose, and, you know, we're going to get to see the sun coming, uh, the sun Yeshua HaMashiach coming, and we're going to see glorious things. 
well, we're going to see such an extreme, don't get me wrong, we're going to see such extreme evil, which in my eyes we already are. It's walking the lawless streets. It's in everywhere. It's in the churches. It's everywhere. You know, the, the acceptance of, of all of the, the various, you know, alphabet um, different genders and so on and so forth. This just goes on and on and on, the evil of it. But like you said, Michael, in all that darkness, there's got to be a light that shines, and that light is us. And we were put here for a time as that. And we were. We were molded into this. He preserved us for a reason. You know, it's like me. I'm 67 years old, but as in the words of a man I met the other day, he says, I don't believe it. You move around like you're a teenager. Well, you know, it's because the Father, and I told him, I said, that is because the Father has preserved me for a time such as this. He has a reason for me to be here and a thing to do. And those things are going to be fulfilled soon, I believe. Back to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, for, for a lot of people out there, you know, and maybe a lot of people out there that have gone through their whole life, they haven't feel like they've ever accomplished much, but now you're going to have an opportunity, you know, for, for a lot of people in the past few years that passed away, maybe it was their time to go, but for those of us that are still here, if God still has a plan for us, then then he still has us here, and, and we want to embrace that, we want to fulfill what God has set before us to do, um, because, I mean, how most of the world is going to respond as we move into a time, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, eventually nuclear war. There's going to be famines. When I first started writing about famines, you know, a few years ago, people said, oh, you're crazy, Michael. Famines? Famines in the whole world? In the world? And that's crazy. But now the UN is warning there's there's going to be uh, uh, multiple famines in 2023. Even Joe Biden saying, hey, the food shortages are going to be real. You know, so, I mean, so these things that Jesus warned about, the birth pains, you know, they're coming, and they are going to be painful. You know, birth pains, you know, are, are about the most painful thing a woman can ever go through, but then, but you look forward to the birth of the child, which far, the, the joy of a new child in the family greatly outweighs anything that came before it. So we want to know what the birth pains are. We want to know what we're going to be facing, what we're going to be going through, and then ultimately, all the birth pains, all the trials, all the judgments, all the even the disasters, the great natural disasters that are coming, all of them they have a redemptive purpose, Pastor Dan. So we want to know that they're coming. We want to understand all this. And then as each thing happens, we want to point to the world saying, hey, look, the Bible warned us about all these things in advance. The prophets warned us about all these things in advance. God is real. Turn, repent, and find him. And, and, and find salvation in him. And I believe that Bible prophecy is going to be the number one witnessing tool that we have in the, in the years to come and that we're going to see the greatest harvest of souls in all of human history. So if we have that message of Bible prophecy and things being fulfilled, because God could have just picked a day and said, that's the end. That's it. That's the end. No warning. You're done. Right? But he didn't do that. Instead, there's going to be a whole series of things listed throughout the book of Revelation that God has warned the prophets about. And then as each thing happens, number one, that's good news to us, saying, hey, what we believe about the, the, in the Bible and the end times and all of it is true, and these are all signs that Jesus is coming back, and that should fill us with joy. But secondly, as each thing happens for the unbelieving world, there's signs. There, there are things that each one is pointing, pointing to the Bible saying, hey, look, God warned us about these things thousands of years in advance. Turn and repent and find eternal life in Yeshua. Because there's nothing that we could do for another person that is greater than helping them find eternal life through Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. And that needs to be our mission. But if our mission is all about ourselves, our career, our education, our 401k, our finances, the, the empires we built for ourselves here, our plans, our programs, what we want to do, then, yeah, the, the times ahead are going to be shattering. They're going to be devastating. People are going to be depressed. People are going to be suicidal because their whole worlds are going to crumble. Their whole worlds are going to be destroyed. But if our lives are about the kingdom, they're about Yeshua, they're about the things that really matter, well, then the times ahead are going to be incredibly exciting, and it's going to be such a wonderful time for the people of God if we have the right perspective. So this new book, End Times, is that that's the title right there, End Times. It's on Amazon.com, and it's, and, and it's so newly released that Amazon hasn't even linked the paperback with the, the Kindle version yet. 
So uh, if you go and you go there and you find the paperback version, they where's the Kindle version? Or if you look up the Kindle version, oh, I don't, where's the paperback? Someone emailed me about that today. Well, they're both on there. They just haven't been linked up yet because it's so new. But but they will be linked eventually. Amazon's doing their thing and, and getting all the information up there. But they are available, both of them, right now on Amazon. But get them, share them with everyone, and use this as a witnessing tool because the goal is to win souls. The goal is to wake people up. The goal is... And for the church, I believe the greatest move of God is, that we've ever seen is coming, and we want to be part of that. And 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 the end times warning message, the, the Bible prophecy, that is going to be the central message. That's going to be that's going to be what wins souls because that's what everyone's going to be doing Google searches about. That's what everyone's going to want to know about the unbelieving world because yeah, that's all the Google crazy people are going to want answers. And Pastor Dan, we want to be there to give answers to people. Yeah, amen. Yeah, i got a couple things to say. First to the people, um, folks, just for the record, if you go to my website and you hit categories, uh, you'll see, you know, and when it drops down, it'll say radio. Click on that, and you'll see a direct link to this book over there at Amazon. So, you know, I really advise you to get it. And, and uh, even though I haven't read it yet, I, I don't need to read it to know the quality work that Michael does and what he's did in his previous books, and I encourage you to get more than one copy and pass it around. But going back to that, you know, it's a huge responsibility to be a a Christian right now, a believer in Messiah. You know, a Christian means Christ-like, and if you really want to go to the root of it all, it means Messianic, which means the same thing. Be Messiah-like, to be like Messiah. You have that. There's so many denominations doing so many things. We did a, a, a program about it earlier today about how they were pushing Mother Earth and Gaia and all those things. And and the and such a coalition of churches has joined that to push that. It's just craziness. But you are the church. You are the body of Messiah. Each one of you individually is what we want to call it the church, but it is the ecclesia, the body of Messiah. And it is actually your responsibility, not only just just to be, but, you know, if you have faith, works comes natural. So it's going to be a natural thing. The Father will give you the power and the words to say. You just have to be willing. But it is a critical time, and you need to be educated so you have answers. So check it. Back to you, Michael. Well, thank you, Pastor Dan. And, and you're so right. You know, we need to be the people of God. And ultimately, so much... Unfortunately, the, the institutional church is uh, is dying, and uh, and and you've got these these and 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 particularly when it comes to the end times, because you've got these doctrinal positions which were adopted a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, in some cases even beyond that. In which, if you if you're a pastor in that denomination, well, you've got to agree to certain doctrinal positions, including doctrinal positions about the end times, or you lose your job. In fact, there's some I know one denomination that sends out a, a makes people sign a statement every single year that they agree to certain things in order to keep their jobs, and and that's extremely unfortunate. So. Uh, and, and many of these things were decided as doctrinal positions 100 or 200 years ago about the end times. And so these pastors can't change their minds even if they wanted to or else they have to leave and, and, and say goodbye to their churches and their careers and everything else, which is very sad. Um, and so, you know, and so a lot of churches uh, just keep repeating the, the, the same old things, even though they're obviously not true that were decided 100 or 200 years ago, or a lot of churches these days just avoid end times whatsoever. When this is this is this is where the rubber meets the road. This is what people want to know about. This is you know uh, people can see that things are going crazy all over the world. People can see that hey you know we've got these wars and rumors of wars. We've got these famines. We've got these pestilences. We've got you know all these crazy things happening over in Israel and, and everything else. And, uh, you know, and people want to know, hey, does the Bible relate to these things? How do the, the, the end times pieces fit together? And so, you know, that, that's what I've tried to do in this, uh, book of Pastor Dan. I go through the, the Shemitah cycles, the Jubilee cycles. I go back, uh, with, and with the Jubilee cycles, I go all, uh, way, way back more, way back more than 2,000 years. 
you know, in, in talking about those things, I talk about the Ark of the Covenant. I talk about the Red Heifers. I talk about the Palestinian state. I talk about uh, Jesus and the Mahdi. Did you know that Islam is ex- expecting Jesus to come back too? And they're yeah. expecting another guy to name the, name the Mahdi to come as well. Um, I talk about the two witnesses. I talk about uh, 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 the things that have been happening on the Temple Mount. I, you know, I, I like I said, I got 43 chapters in here, so I talk about <laughs> I talk about literally dozens of topics in this book, Pastor Dan. I, I think probably the biggest problem that you have was just like, getting to a place where you said, "Okay, I quit." It's in the, you know what I mean? Because there's so many things happening. Let me point out just one small thing. Well, it's not a small thing. I believe there's, there's a lot of things that are, will bear witness at this time, and of course the word is. But proving the word is real, I believe that there would be irrefutable evidence that would come forward. Well, Ron Wyatt also believed that. And he found the real Mount Sinai or rediscovered it, however you want to put it. And now there's actually Christian troops and uh, trips to the real Mount Sinai. And you can see altars and all sorts of things, the water from the rock. In fact, Stan Johnson was on my program last week and talking about his trip there. And it was miraculous for him. But out of all that, what that does is it proves the witness of the word. That's what it does. And that's, you know, becoming to be irreputable evidence. If there was a Red Sea crossing and there's a Mount Sinai and all the people around it believed it was Mount Sinai, that says, well, uh uh-oh, well, that was in the Bible. That's so that it must be true. Back to you. Yeah, yeah, the real Mount Sinai is there in, in Saudi Arabia, and there have been some incredible discoveries uh, about that. And the, But then also I expect another amazing, uh, it's not necessarily a discovery, because Jewish authorities know that the Ark of the Covenant is there under the city of Jerusalem yeah. right now. You know, yeah. but for years there have been rumors, there have been reports that, They've been supernaturally prevented from going into that cave where where the Ark of the Covenant is. Now, one of the things we're potentially watching for is for uh, something to happen where then God allows access to that cave by the Jewish authorities, where ultimately the the not the discovery, but the the, the public acknowledgement of of the Ark of the Covenant, where the whole world finally knows and learns and understands that the Ark of the Covenant still exists. It's still there today and ultimately all throughout history. And I talk about this in the new book. The Ark of the Covenant has been the physical representation of God's covenant with Israel. And now, you know, a lot of people, when it comes to Daniel chapter 9, you know, where it says the confirmation of the covenant, because there's the, the translators inserted the word he into Daniel 9.27, so many people out there believe that the Antichrist is going to be confirming the covenant. No, because in the original language, the word he is not there a single time in Daniel 9.27. So every time you read that verse, take out the word he every time, because it's not in there. But the, the same word for covenant in Daniel 9.27 is, is used earlier in the chapter. Uh, and earlier in the chapter, the word covenant is used for God's covenant with Israel. You know, the exact same Hebrew word. And in and, and Daniel 9.27, it's the same thing, where we're going to see the confirmation of God's covenant with Israel is going to uh, happen. And that's one of the things we're watching for. And I believe it will involve the Ark of the Covenant, since that's always been the physical representation of God's covenant with Israel. And so I believe there will be a public unveiling or a public revealing of the Ark of the Covenant. Israel will acknowledge that it exists, that they know where it is. And, and I think that will actually hasten the need for either a temple or a new tabernacle, whether it's the Tabernacle of David or a different tabernacle, to house the Ark. So I believe that will actually accelerate that whole process. Um, that ties in with the red heifers and everything else. Yeah, but, and they uh, just all of a sudden have the red heifers, right? Yeah, all these things just uh, by coincidence are all happening all at once, Pastor Dan. You know, I don't know why more people aren't waking up because literally all these different things, and I talk about the red heifers in the book too, all these things are happening all at once and just by coincidence all at the same time. You know, it's crazy, Pastor Dan, that people can't see that these really are the end times. 
Yeah, amen. Wow, I, I, I'm really floored by that this book. I, I really can't wait to burn it up because those subjects and things that you mentioned, you know, I'm curious to see how you put them because I'm in agreement with you all those things. You haven't said one thing about that book that I'm in disagreement with. And, you know, those are things that have been put out. We've been putting it out and talking about it on radio for years and things like that. But it's like, hey, is anybody listening out there, you know? But, wow, that I, I can't wait to get the book, Michael. And please don't forget to send me that image because I want to get that on my website tonight. And I also want to get the, uh, you know, music, the cover to advertise this program tonight when I put it out all over the place. Back to you. You've got about a minute. Yeah, yeah. So I just encourage everyone out there uh, to, to, you know, yeah, we're, we're in the end times. Yeah, things are going to get crazy, but... I want everyone, and the goal of this book, I say it in the book, I want you to be so excited about your destiny, about your life, about what it's going to mean in the years ahead, that the greatest time of your life can be in front of you. I believe that for myself. I believe that for Pastor Dan, that the greatest times for all of us can be ahead if we embrace what God is doing, if we understand what God is doing. So I encourage everyone, get this book, give it to everyone you, you can, use it as a witnessing tool for unbelievers, because this is a book for unbelievers, which I say at the very beginning of the book, it's a book for unbelievers too. So the book is entitled End Times. And if you just go to Amazon.com and you type in End Times by Michael Snyder, it'll bring it up. Or if you go to any of my websites, for example, you can go to themostimportantnews.com, pull up the latest article, scroll all the way to the bottom, and there's a big, you can see a huge image of the book cover there. Click on the book cover. It'll take you to the paperback version. If you need to find the Kindle version, hopefully they'll link the two together soon. But get the books, give them as gifts, because this time of year people are open to receiving gifts for the next couple months. Give them as gifts to everyone you know. Help us help us get the message out, because without yeah. you, we can't do what we do. Without you, Pastor Dan can't operate the, the, the ministry and the radio program. Without you, I can't do these books and get them out to people. So we need you to help us, to partner with us, to help us to proclaim this message and to get it out to as many people as possible. Yeah, very well said. I stand behind this book 100%. And, Michael, I'm I'm really going to be super pushing this book. Um, you know, at, as soon as I get the book and start getting into it, I want, I'm going to want to reach I know we you've been coming on once a month, but I really want to get this book out. I, I, I can't tell you how enthused I am about this news. I really, really am. So, brother, uh, may the Father bless and keep you, and may his uh, light shine upon you, and just bless you in general. In Yeshua's name, amen. All right, Michael, i got to go. Thank you, Pastor Dan. All right, goodbye and shalom. Well, folks, get, uh, yeah, get that book. Get more than one copy. Spread it around. Give it to your pastor. That's always a good one. Give it to some of these guys that you hear on radio that seem to act like they know what they're talking about, right? Or you can send one to Pastor Dan. If you send me a book, if you buy more than one copy or you have one delivered here, I will give it away. That's what I'd like to do. I'd like to raise $1,000 to buy $1,000 worth of these books and give them away. You hear that? If you decide to donate for books, just put, uh, when you donate, make sure you write Books, books on it. This book needs to get out. Anyway, I gotta go. But you remember, remember, there's only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua Hamashiach. He gave His life, mind you, His life for our repentant sins, and He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. That's what he said. He said, for an every one wicked and torrid generation, there's only one sign given, that is a sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way of the Father. Remember, always, 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 to what? Be a blessing to other, others. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's praying for Yeshua's return. Lord our God, Father King Universe, asking Yeshua Hamashiach's name, that the Father, Father, that you would please, you would be, please, please, please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be gracious to them, and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Till next Thursday, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. You all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. 
Tune in next time from Messiah's Branch.